Greetings and welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorim, a former hit record producer, now host of the show Stay Here on Netflix, and owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques, and tips for the entrepreneur. So jolly well hit that bloody big subscribe button, would you? perfect cure to those days where we just feel overwhelmed and lost as to how we are ultimately going to ever crack that nut. We're all human and we all get in a place where our shoulders drop and the feeling of defeat rolls across us as we resign ourselves to never getting it all done. Naturally, this is an incredibly distractive thought pattern. And in today's podcast, I will show you the techniques I use to purge the negativity and replace it with a plan to consume the elephant one bite at a time. And I'll go over it today on this week's episode of the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. Today is all about that feeling that we all get from time to time, which is just a feeling of being completely and utterly overwhelmed with the feeling of, oh my God, what is next? There's just so much to do. Where can I begin? So that's a comment that I hear over and over again from people, which is I often hear people say, just where do I begin, Pete? Where do I begin? So combating being overwhelmed is such a massive part of what we do. And I'm going to break it down into pieces and I'm going to show you how I do it. So in addition to that, I want to start with a couple of thoughts. But the focus of today is the I just can't do it feeling. You know, you know, when you wake up like Monday morning is perfect, right? You wake up on a Monday morning and you're like, oh, my God, not again, not again. I've got to do this all over again. Oh, my God, I can't believe I have to do this all over again. It's a little bit like Groundhog Day. But there are ways. I mean, I speak to people and I speak to agents, not just in real estate, but in other businesses. I speak to people all the time who like they get I don't want to say paralyzed by fear, but they become immobile by the insecurity of what to do next, right? Because there's so many things to do. We have a lot of real estate agents who who watch these kind of rants and we have so many kind of facets to our business that, you know, sometimes I'm sure even I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, I've just got like 10,000 things I want to do. So I'm going to try and break it down for you. And this has been enormously helpful to me over the years when I've been facing a mountain. The phrase that I want to use is this, how do you consume an elephant one bite at a time? But I'm going to go into that in a second. Also, I wanted to hit upon, because I I got a lot of resonance when I talked about success not being linked to money. Success, in my opinion, is not linked to money. Success is linked to, did we hit our goal, right? And we've spoken about goals before, but I just want to reiterate this because I had a lot of really positive feedback on it a couple of weeks ago. All we are in control of is what we can do, right? We're not in control of the world and how many people are going to buy and sell with us. We are only in control of what we can do. 
And so what we are in control of is how many people can we be of service to a day? How many people can we try and contribute something to to improve their lives every day? Not just real estate, but on the grand scheme of things. But prospecting is a massive part of this, but prospecting alone is somewhat of a vacuumous thing to do. I always prospect, and I've always done this from, from when I was a new agent, I prospect with the end user in mind. I'm prospecting, yes, of course, to try and get business. But before I call someone up and go, hey, have you thought about buying or selling your house today? Which is a line I've never used anyway. I think about them. I think about their situation. And I think about how can I improve their life or even just give them some advice. It's not just what can I extract out of the relationship. It's what I can put in. So what I have done, and I actually learned this from my, my lovely missus, when the world just seems completely overwhelming, when you are looking at a mountain of things to do and there is just not enough hours in the day, here is the Pete Lorimer technique that I do. The Pete Lorimer technique, if it doesn't involve speaking to people, if it's banging out emails, the Pete Lorimer technique is this. I put on headphones. I put on my, you know, my little Apple headphones and I put on some banging music because I like electronic music really, really loud. And what that does is it shuts out all the noise and it shuts out all the voices. And in my case, it can shut out kind of self-doubt. It can shut out being overwhelmed. It can shut everything out. So all I'm focusing on is the window that is in front of me. For example, if my goal from 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock is to bang out 25 emails. That is the only goal I have got in my life at that moment. All the big goals, you know, they don't get erased, but they just get put to the side. So what I'm going to do for the next hour is listening to really banging house music. And I'm going to make sure that I hit my 25 emails in that hour. And then when I get to 11 o'clock, I'm going to write down another goal for myself. Maybe it's send out listings to 10 clients. Okay, 11 to 12. Yep, I hit that goal. And then lunch, 12 to 12.30 or 12 to 1 o'clock, right? I give myself a break. Go out, have a little bit of something to eat. Don't worry about the rest of the day. One to two, maybe I'm designing some marketing. I'm not worrying about two to three and three to four and so on and so on and so on. And what that does is it breaks up our day into digestible chunks so that at the end of the day, we go, holy shit, I actually did a real load of stuff. I made a dent, as my mother would say, instead of, I just don't know where to begin. Where can I possibly begin? Where do I start? I've just got so much to do. And this has been a technique of mine that I have used now for a um, long time. Emails, it's particularly good for, right? If you just have, we all have that feeling, right? When we get home or it's, you know, the middle of the afternoon, you've got 50 emails in your inbox and you know you've got to respond to them. So what do we do? We go like this. I'm just going to have a little break. I'm going to have a snack. And then I'm going to get to my emails. No, what I do is I put on my headphones. I don't worry about the other 49 emails. And I just hit email number one, respond. And then I, I put email number two in front of me, respond. Email number three, respond. And I don't worry about all of the other stuff that I don't have control of. Of course, there are exceptions to that because there are going to be some emails that are emergencies. But when we break our day into digestible chunks like this, guess what happens? It turns into a madly productive day 
where we're hitting our goals. So what does that do? It means when we put our head on the pillow at night, we go, wow, I feel really good about what I did today. So then what happens the next morning? You bounce out of bed and repeat, 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 repeat. Keep your head out of the results and keep your mind in action and the rest will follow. Here is what normally happens. People, I, I speak to agents and I speak to other agents outside of PLG and, and they're like, well, you know, I'm kind of doing this and I'm kind of hitting, you know, five contacts every other day and it's not really working. Well, of course it's not bloody working because we're not devoting enough time. So I want to, I want to read you a line right now, which is a line that I absolutely love. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Get it? Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I'm going to give you an example. When I was a new agent, I had no talent in real estate. None. Didn't know anything. Didn't really know anybody. Didn't know any agents. Didn't really have a clue. But what I decided to do was work off my rear end. I just worked and worked and worked and worked. I showed a tool shed on the 101. I showed a freaking crappy old apartment for lease. I showed a dumpy house that I wouldn't keep a prisoner in. I showed anything and everything that I could get my hands on because I knew that I was learning my craft. In the words of my good old lovely father, God rest his soul, he used to say, Immerse yourself in your industry completely and then you will receive the education you want. My father was a university professor. Immerse yourself in your industry completely and only then will you receive the industry you want, the education you want. I want to talk about mediocrity, okay? Because mediocrity is an ugly, ugly word. But mediocrity is pervasive in real estate. Absolutely pervasive. Mediocrity is pervasive. What do I mean by that? I see so many people, not at my company, but I see in our industry, it's been an industry of how can I do the least to receive the most, right? My ethos is completely the reverse of that. How can I be of service first and then keep my head out of expectations. If I earn money from it, great, especially if I'm new. If I earn money from it, fantastic. If I don't earn money from it, well, I'm thankful that I got, I got a little piece of education in my new career. So what I see is mediocrity just permeates our industry completely. And I've seen new guys come into this industry with absolutely no chops, no skills, but they've had a killer attitude and they've worked their asses off and they're now making bank. They're making money. And they didn't focus on how can I get that client to convert immediately? What's the quickest way to get my client to convert? They focused on service. Service is just the cornerstone of everything that we do, especially in sales. Well, it should be anyway. I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to leave you with this. This is a little experiment, people. For all of you guys who have been in the industry a while, for all of you guys who may have been in the industry for two minutes. I'm going to give you this thought and I'm going to ask you to, this is an experiment. Run as hard as you can at your real estate career or whatever career you're in. Run as hard as you can, as fast as you can and work as much as you can for 12 months. 
exploring every lead, every person, every way that you can be of service, right? And then, and only then, after 12 months, can you make an educated aggregate decision on how far you have come. Because I hear people bouncing around in the middle, kind of half in, half out, thinking, I don't know, it's kind of good, it's kind of not good, so run at it hard, because you might fail, right? But I've said this here before, I would much rather fail quickly than live a slow death of mediocrity for the rest of my life. If I'm going to be shit at something, I want to find that out now. I don't want it to take 25 years. I want to be at it for 24 months, a year to 24 months, and then go, well, I suck at that. I'm going to sell espresso on the beach in Vietnam at my surf shop next. You know what I'm saying? Life is too short. Go big or go home. That's about it for another week's podcast. I love this topic smashing the negativity out of our minds is a massive part of being successful in business. So thank you very much for joining me and listening to this tip. I've got lots more tips in other episodes that are previous and lots more episodes coming up. So don't forget to hit that big fat yummy subscribe button. And this is Pete Lorimer signing out from another Creative Entrepreneur podcast until next week. Uh, Thank you very much.